Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentus and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Good day, listeners. I'm Emma, and I'm very excited to introduce our guest today, Julio De Silva, VP of Business Systems Engineering at Prologis. Welcome, Julio. How are you? Uh, I'm well, thanks, Emma. I'm glad to be here and uh, have this conversation with you today. Brilliant. Super excited to have you on on today. Uh, It's early days for a podcast, but actually one of the things I'm already enjoying is speaking to innovators like yourself all across the globe. We just keep adding to our diverse range of accents, and now we can add South Africa to the list, so that's awesome. (laughs) Now, to set the scene, Prologis are the world's leader in logistics real estate solutions. They facilitate a flow of goods totaling $2.2 trillion each year, which makes up around 2.5% of the world's GDP. And those staggering figures, they were only recorded in uh, June 2020. So Prologis' reach is only scaling. And Yulia, I'm sure your systems are delivering at a phenomenal pace to meet that demand. Uh, But before we dig into that, let's get to know you a little bit because we are quite nosy here, believe it or not. Uh, Can you tell us how you arrived at this top level in business systems management and any standout moments that have played a big part in that? Uh, Yeah, thanks, Emma. Um, So I started off my career back in South Africa, uh, that's the accent, and um, I started as an electrical engineer. And uh, my my job was a product uh, development uh, engineer and I worked in the military sector and being in the military sector, uh, it, testing product development and product testing was essential to uh, delivering a high quality product that had to be exposed to uh, stringent environment conditions. And uh, we would do a ton of uh, testing in the, in the lab and then we'd go do real world testing. And unfortunately, uh, things would fail in the real world, which was uh, always, um, you know, disappointing because you put all this effort and we would then do all this analysis to understand what did we miss? I mean, we had done all this testing. We would test things at high temperatures and vibrations and low temperatures and high humidity and go through all the... And I think that gave me the mindset of uh, being able to, uh, you know, look at a product and determine, you know, how is that product going to be used and how we're going to uh, test it. Um, after several years of um, engineering, I moved to management consulting, and uh, in that world, we did a very large ERP consulting uh, uh, projects. That would be eighteen plus months. It'd be over a hundred million dollars, and uh, we would have a very rigorous methodology. Um, in those days, which uh, was like the, the late uh, 90s, um, early 2000s, everything was uh, waterfall uh, methodologies. And uh, the disappointing part about those projects is that we would pour our heart and soul into these projects and uh, have, you know, develop these very detailed business requirements and go through the project. And at the end of the day, our business stakeholders would be dissatisfied because the end result didn't really meet their needs, yet we would have these elaborate documents that described how things worked and would just say, hey, you know, this met the business requirements and, uh, you know, business stakeholders, they acknowledge that, but, you know, then they would just say it's still not meeting our business needs. And um, 
Um, but we went through quite a few of those projects and uh, you know developed some uh, gray hairs through them. Um, but I would say that the pivotal moment for me happened about 12 years ago. I had changed roles from management consulting to uh, working as a business application owner at a global uh, 500 company and uh, got introduced to the agile methodology. And it was the good old days where we, you know, we'd be in a conference room with lots of sticky notes and we would take over the conference room for the duration of the project. And um, I was very new to the methodology, but I could see then that uh, things were working very differently. Um, you know, and it, it was a very different experience for our business stakeholders. Um, they were no longer developing these documents. They were sitting with us and the, the developers and, you know, lots of uh, little sticky notes. Um, even though that methodology was very different, it was, it was missing some what I would call uh, tools. Uh, it really was hard for us to then take the information that we had there and be able to keep up with um, testing. Um, you know, we would we would have these sticky notes, but we didn't have a way of being able to translate the sticky notes to you know being able to test the product and. Uh, I would say that uh, in the, the early days, you know, we would have some uh, some quality issues with regards to uh, you know th that process. Um, and then I joined ProLight just just over two years ago, and uh, you know now you know moving forward over those you know the last twelve years, a lot has changed in uh, how Agile gets executed. And at ProLight, just you know, we have been able to have uh, the opportunity to do Agile in innovative way that we can and uh this is what you know hopefully i'll be able to share with you over you know coming questions yes and, uh, great so your career spans the whole range of the the waterfall era into the early days of of agile which still you know came with its teething difficulties and now we're in the present day so it's really interesting to hear that that time span and you do have a very diverse background from leading business intelligence to enterprise application as you've mentioned so how has this mixed bag of experience set you up for today's success in the DevOps world? I think it's uh, really being able to um, understand the outcomes. I've always been very business focused and the scars that I've had from the various types of projects and the learnings um, and being able to relate to the business and understanding how IT and technology is being able to serve the business. Uh, I think that I've now gotten to a true understanding that, you know, in the past, it was like two teams. You had IT and you had the business. And there was all these handovers and, uh, you know, set expectations of what, you know, you expected from one team versus the other. And I think if you go back several years, there was a, a fair amount of frustration from, uh, you know, both camps, you know, uh, the business would say that IT didn't understand and IT would say that the business, you know, wouldn't give us uh, the information that we needed. Um, and it's, uh, that, that's probably the part that I've really enjoyed is that, uh, that, that divide is really uh, disappeared, especially in the world that I, I work in today is that, uh, you know, we're side by side and, uh, it's way more rewarding to be in IT today than it was in the past because the business folks are working with me. They're very involved. They've got the ownership and the product at the end of the day is they've seen it uh, through the development journey. So there's no surprises. And uh, and the 
other thing that's also changed is just the pace. Uh, I'm no longer, I can't remember the last time I did an 18 month plus uh, project. Uh, you know, my, uh, sure. you know, if I spoke in those terms, I, I think I'd be thrown out of the room there in today's uh, world. So, uh, you know, I really look at real tangible results in like three months. And then once I've gotten through that three months, I'm looking at the, you know, tangible results every several weeks or, you know, once a month, whatever the cadence yeah. that makes sense to the business. And because you work with a lot of business folks that have not always had the exposure to uh, agile and, but I'm now able yeah. to relate to them. I can understand that those are the expectations you've had, but there's a different way and I can articulate that. And I think they're a little wary about it, but once they see it, they actually, you know, uh, get very excited about it. Yeah. So you've been a real orchestrator in breaking down those walls between the different teams. Yeah. That's a really interesting insight. Thank you. Now then, and you have touched on these already quite a few of them, but what are the major shifts that you've seen in digital transformation over the last couple of decades? You have mentioned the speed to delivery already. Was there, is there anything else there? I think digital transformation, you, you got to look at it from two angles. One is from the business perspective and the other one's from the IT uh, viewpoint. And to me, digital transformation is really about uh, eliminating manual effort in any mm-hmm. process that exists and uh, being able to improve actually the, the quality of that outcome and streamlining that process. And, you know, so when you look at the business stakeholders, they were doing things and there were many handoffs and there was manual data entry and activities like those. And you sit down with them and you find ways of automating it and eliminating the, the manual aspects to it. You know, you, you create a business process that creates a an experience for our customers that's uh, more rewarding and more efficient and more cost effective. And then from an IT perspective, we've actually done a lot of digital transformation because, uh, you know, if you go back to that journey that I spoke about agile in the beginning, it was extremely uh, manual. There was uh, sticky mm-hmm. notes and then it was putting things onto paper and then it was documenting your, your, your test and uh, there was again, more manual work. And so it was a very, uh, fragmented development cycle and if i look at what i'm where i'm at today there's a huge amount of digital transformation and how it works and supports the yeah. businesses yeah so gone are the days of being swamped in sticky notes that's a relief <laughs> well what an interesting career path yulio has been on starting out testing products in the military sector being in consulting management in the waterfall era, and now at Prologis at the cutting edge of testing innovation. 18-month-plus projects are firmly now a thing of the past. Learning from situations which haven't gone as expected is a clear factor in Ulio's success. As Ariana Huffington, co-founder of the Huffington Post, once said, failure is not the opposite of success, it's part of success. Yulio spoke more about Prologis' transformation journey at our virtual summit just last week. Catch the event on demand at www.tricentus.com. Part two of my conversation with Yulio is available now and coming up next. Thank you for listening. Until next airtime.